Hello, this is Sheikh Ibrahim. This is a Sobet from the 27th of March, 2022. We were discussing fasting, since we're getting close to Ramadan, the purposes of fasting and variations of fasting, including the I fast. Fasting is about stopping and clearing the field. We'll be talking about fighting the nafs, to learn from mistakes, strategize how to fight the nafs, how to laugh at your nafs, and how to practice and how to stop judgmentalizing. So we have Ramadan coming up and learning and talking about it, I think, is important and recognizing what its purpose is. Uh, first of all, Allah, blessings upon him and on the Prophet, they do not need our prayers. They do not need anything from us. We need them. And one of the factors that are, we are asked to do is to fight our <clears throat> nafs. Fighting our nafs is part of the process. And I mean, this is part of that ancient wisdom that we are taught in these intellectual and spiritual workshops. The idea of fasting has been around for centuries and has been part of and millennia. And what every prophet and what every saint and what every everyone who wanted to be close to Allah discovered in, in almost every culture around the world through every time that putting our our worship or our spiritual energy towards being connected is more important than our stomach. And that the easiest way to show ourselves who's in charge is to say, no, thank you, <laughs> to the buffet. And um, what this does is a number of things. We don't do this to show Allah how spiritual we are. We do this to show ourselves our nafs are not in charge. La ilaha illallah, there's nothing but Allah. But sometimes we have to remind our body, not just our mind, who's in charge. Because who is in charge? That's who, H-U. So the idea of fasting is helpful both for the body physiologically. Um, it, clears, it clears a lot of the tubes, as it were, because we're just a big, we're just a big tube, you know, with a flesh envelope. And we want to keep the tube going in and out as clean as possible. One of the best ways to do that is both with water and with fasting. It also clears the mind as well. And that this kind of uh, connection is important because that way we can show our, our nafs and ourself that Allah is more important than us. So for health reasons, it's important, but also for health reasons, it's important to be able to do it so you do not get unhealthy. A lot of people think, well, it's got to be this way and that way, you know, and I must break my fast this way and all that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of religion is about the culture it grew up in or established itself in. And Islam has been established all over the world, but in different cultures. So people will <clears throat> wear different clothes. They will do different stances and different prostrations. They will do different things because it's not about how you do it. It's why you do it. Why do we pray? Why do we fast? Why do we want Allah? The reason why is because being connected is what gives us purpose. It is fulfilling to our heart. It brings us unity and connectedness. Without connectedness, we are 
free floating spider webs that don't attach to anything. Without attachment, without connection to any kind of true source, we're just dust on the wind. And this will, uh, in a mental health kind of way, make us go crazy. Oh my. Let me tell you a personal story. I used to be homeless. And I discovered that not having a geographical center makes you crazy. This also goes for a spiritual center as well within you. <clears throat> having, having a grounding in reality, like the earth, is what holds us together. And the question is, you know, here we are, trillions of different kinds of cells. What holds us together? What makes us one person? One being. The idea, and this is kind of like the deeper teachings, I believe, in Sufism, is that by unifying our focus onto Allah, we are bringing all of our cells into focus. Without a focus, and not a, without a connection, it just disappear and dissipate. So this idea of unity, of bringing all of our selves together, is a way to give us unity, both within our body and within our mind and our spiritual self as well. Comments, questions? This is why we do zikr. Zikr coordinates and focuses the cells at different frequencies. Now, I don't want to do comparative religion, but you'll get the same thing in Tibetan Buddhism, where you get mantras and yantras and tantras to help you focus. That's the whole point. It's not the things themselves. It's what their purpose is. The purpose of the spiritual practice is to unify your whole person into one being. Without that, you're just little bits flying around without any purpose. Having unity within yourself gives you a connection to Allah. That connection is what gives your heart fulfillment and purpose and contentment. Anything else is going to make you crazy because it's not unified. Unification and focus is where you find love. And love is kind of the purpose, isn't it? All right. I'm open to any discussions here. Yeah, it's sort of interesting for me approaching Ramadan this year. There's been... Um, I've been reflecting on what what what's my intention and where I'm at with um, I mean my connection to Allah and what you know what's Ramadan preparing me for and in the past it's helped set up um, a structure i.e. you know no fasting I mean fasting and, um, and praying and, and zikr and, and everything um, but yeah I think this this year it's sort of the why, what, when you just mentioned, that really resonated with why am I, why am I doing it? Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm sitting with the aspect of, okay, this is what I need to do because that's what happens in Ramadan. You fast to your best of your ability and yeah. watch, you know, watch your naps and your prayers and, and everything else. Um, but I'm also sitting with, well, I could do that, but if I'm doing that without, um, if I'm doing that just to be good <laughs> or because I, I need to do that, then what's it really worth? So, yeah, for me, it's, it's you know, there's, there's no sort of question, but I, I think probably I wanted to process this a little bit more with you, maybe one-on-one, -on -one, because I do have some sort of personal questions to that. But, yeah, I think, you know, that the why um, really resonates. You know, Allah really doesn't need 
me to be good, but it's just for my own benefit. Um, and for me, the, the intention is um, sort of resonating with me a lot more stronger than, than the prescriptions of, you know, ticking off the, the fasting, the prayers, the zikr, do the tikka, you know, the daily prescriptions <laughs> as, as one might do. Okay, I'm going to go all the way to the, the big picture, and then we'll get, get to that. The big picture is we're trying to be, trying to learn how to be a good human being. Mm. What, what we call insani kamil. We want to be integrated, we want to be whole, and we want to embrace the paradoxes of being a human being. Because there's many. Mm. One of the best ways is to clarify that purpose by overcoming our own limitations. And we are limited in many different ways through culture, through our biases, through our genetics, through our health, and through, you know, our family. These are different ways that we, we are um, manipulated or adjusted. We have to make concessions. We have to find ways through relationships. What this does is just like, okay, let's just clear, <laughs> clear everything and start with, okay, big picture. We want this world to be one of peace. We want to help to bring peace to this world. How do we do that? We have to find that first within us, and we have to be that. To be that and to be an example of that, we have to overcome those biases, mores, and understand them for what they are. To do that, we need to stop for just a little while and just go, okay, I'm just going to fight my nafs for a little while. I'm going to take like a couple weeks and just me and my nafs are going to wrestle, and I'm going to deal with that. That's all you need to do. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be by diet. I mean, a harder fast would be an eye fast, as all we all know. We screw it up within an hour. You know, we'll, we'll say, but I don't like the, or I want, or there you go. There's I, I, I. Well, stop it. <laughs> it's not about you. So, how do we do that? You make an intention and you understand that you are going to screw it up, and that's okay. Screwing up, making mistakes, that's all part of being human. But not learning from the mistakes, that's bad. So, the question then becomes, am I learning from my mistakes? Mm. Not, to, not to do a victim number, because that's just nefs. Oh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe how stupid I am. I did that again. It's kind of like, well, that's a waste of energy. <clears throat> Why don't you recognize and become aware of what the mistake is and come up with a strategy that allows you to move forward in a positive way? Now, a strategy might be something like a physical reminder. You wear a scarf, uh, a ring on the other hand, put your watch on the other wrist, wear a hat, something that helps remind you about that specific nefs you're trying to overcome. And you stay focused. Now, in fighting nefs, the basic art of war is to keep it in the forefront of your consciousness and that you have a strategy of what are you going to do when you do it again, because you will. So here are the strategies. One, it's going to take time. Two, it's going to take effort. Three, you need a sense of humor. Thank you. Humor. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. So you don't take yourself so seriously. You're not that important. <laughs> Sorry. So trying to 
keep a clear head about what you want to do over that month, the 28 days. What is your intention, as you asked? Make it clear. Uh, if it's about food, you know, that you're not going to eat between sunrise and sunset, good. That's fine. It could be, uh, I'm going to not get angry. Which, for people with families, is always a uh, challenge. Uh, especially with children and with mates and with other people or with business people that you have to work with. So have a strategy. If you do get angry, which you will, what is your strategy to overcome that moment of insanity? If it's uh, helping other people, can you be of service to somebody else without any kind of payback. I'm not doing that you're not doing it because a I'm a good person, whatever it is, that you're doing it just to do it because it's the right thing to do. A lot harder <laughs> to do that. It's not easy. You know, you see somebody on the street asking for spare change, do you go up and do it and give them and then not and then just let it go? Or do you think, oh, how good am I? I am so special. I am a spiritual person. No. You do it because it's the right thing to do, because it pleases your heart, and then you can let it go. Questions or comments? I get that. It's just hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, yes, it I, get that. I get that I should do it without seeking recognition, my own recognition in myself. But it's hard to do because my ego does talk. And um, I guess you can just watch it and laugh at it and just be aware that. That's right. What is it doing now? Yeah, laugh at it. Because then what you're doing is you're, you're showing the rest of yous that it's, not, it's just silly. That's just silly. And it's just nefs. And to show that it's not that important. And the should, that's a really good question, Katie. We're always, you know, our, our minds are going, should I, could I do this? Would I, you know. In this case, this is about practice. And part of practice means that you're doing it. And though your mind is going through these uh, old tapes or loops of like, oh, look at me, look what I'm doing. By doing it and being aware of it is different than doing it without thinking about it. And what happens is you do it enough as a practice, eventually it disappears. Because it's now, you know, that, I, that concept of fake it till you make it? Mm. The idea is that the energy that you're putting into fixing it is important. And this is a kind of unlearning. We're, un we're unlearning how to do this. Yeah. I've always struggled with the doing the right thing and feeling like I'm doing it for the right reason. For example, at work, I, I have a senior position and I can treat people with respect and kindness and people notice that, that that's good leadership. And then my ego is like, I'm such a humble, nice, caring leader. <laughs> Humblest and, guy around. Look yeah, at me. Humblest. So, different, so <laughs> different from all the other leaders. Look how great I am. And look how much... And, the thing is, the thing I struggle to reconcile is like, that might not be true. My intentions in that moment might be ego talking, but still, what's the outcome I'm having? And are people happier? It's like, as a result, regardless of my ego talking or not. So in the past, I used to just beat up myself, but now I'm like, I might not always be true, but at least like 
the outcomes also needs to matter because if I die tomorrow, will the people be happier as a result of how I behaved, even if I was false inside? I don't know if that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, and it's kind of a, a, a hadith that the prophet talked about. It was in regards to family, but it could also be uh, in regards to business as well, that it's it's better to make peace than to be right. Mm. Mm. And in, in that in that lesson and, and applying it to work, yes, uh, if people are feel more confident or they feel that they can do their job, that they're being respected and appreciated, that does a lot for that person. That's really helpful for them. For you as a manager, your job is to help them feel that way and guide them gently. You know, I've had bad managers. They listen to my phone calls and they they make judgments about me. And uh, it does not feel good. It feels like, like 1984, you know, Big Brother. Kind of, you feel paranoid. That's not a good feeling. That's not a good, it's not a good culture within the company so that's your job is to have a positive culture now as for you and what you're feeling the point is is that you're trying to learn how to get out of the way this is a practice and it doesn't always work there's times that that the self kicks in and you notice that and you go Oh, look at me doing my thing again. And you laugh about it and let it go. You just don't get stuck going, I'm such a bad person. I, you know, because that's just more of the same. Mm. Does it make sense? Okay. Yes. All right. Yasmin. Yes. So what's the rationale of, you know, if, if you're taking medication, that one doesn't fast? I mean, you know, one has a sense of... That's right. I so should work fasting. That's why I'm saying, you know, maybe during this time you work on not getting angry or getting judgmental. That could be... Those, those are good nefs to fight. And judgmental is when you assume stuff about a person that you have no idea whether it's true or not. We all do it, right? You look at somebody and they're dressed a certain way, they're doing things with a certain kind of style, and you go, oh, that person is, and you fill in some kind of blank. They're poor. They don't know what they're doing. They're stupid. They're rich. They're they're special. You know, whatever. So that's always a good uh, Ramadan's a, always a great time to work on that one. Or any nafs that you, that you have been putting off working on. It's a good time to focus. to growing. So you pick one thing. So like I was saying, it, I understand about the medication stuff. I have I have all kinds of stuff I have to take. And I have to take it on a full stomach or my stomach eats itself. So if you pick something that you think you would like to to work on that you know it's gonna take maybe 28 days to really kind of like focus in on. And like I was saying an eye fast, one of the harder ones, but really instructive. Or maybe helping feed other people or helping other people in some way. But you do that already. You know, you're you're a good helper. But maybe um, just for yourself, noticing when you're judging. Okay, but but I don't know how that equates to when one's fasting, there is a purification. 
off the cells in the body, you know, I mean, you're cleansing as you say. Well, you got enough to work on, Yasmin, on that regard. Yeah, but, but I mean, wouldn't the fasting be better? I, I don't know. Not for you, not if you're, you know, you're, you're trying to heal some really radical uh, cell, destructive cells. So that's your focus for healing, you know, your body. And in talking about your, your spiritual self, then you, you can make some choices there. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I just need to um, think about it. Okay. Ellie? No, um, I don't know if I have anything to add, but well, maybe um, can you talk about the strategies? That you mentioned, what yeah, uh, what sorts of strategies? Sure. First of all, uh, depending on the kind of nafs, nafs that you are um, want to focus on, you have to figure out how long have I had this this loop. Maybe it was developed over the last couple of years, in which case the time to eradicate it is going to be shorter. Whereas something that you have from childhood. Uh, a trauma of some kind or some kind of habit that's been around for a long time, getting rid of that can take a little longer and a little more difficulty and may require uh, various levels of eradication. You know, you start here and you go, I, uh, I get angry when somebody does this action. Maybe that comes from something that came from before that you adapted from something that came from when you were a child. So that's, I think of that as kind of like drilling through the onion skin. That we have, we have layers of selves. And sometimes it requires, you first have to be aware of what's happening on this level. And when, when you understand that, that level then reveals the next level. And then the next level until finally you've got enough levels gone that you're actually who you are. I put together a little uh, movie uh, uh, presentation about how to fight the nafs. I talk about it in terms of the art of war. First, you have to understand what it is that you want and what kind of uh, battle ground this nafs works on. And I'll take one of mine from a while back. Um, I was sarcastic, and I had I I could make people laugh, not really nice, until a mate pointed out that it made her feel uncomfortable. And I recognized, yes, that's not a good habit, and it was a habit. And I found I couldn't stop it. It was kind of like it was always there. And I, was always, and I always always had something coming and it would come out my mouth and I, I'd be looking at it and go, oh, yeah. So the first thing is observation. You watch the nefs in its native environment without, without doing anything. You just witness it. And you go, oh, look at me doing this thing. And then you go, okay, I don't like that. Now begins the intention. I want to change that. To change behavior requires, uh, first you have to recognize it for what it is. Then you have to figure out where it came from. What is its source? Part of our job as Sufis is to go for the source, not the other parts. But where did it come from? Why is it there? And there's always a purpose that it serves. So you figure out, you observe the nafs in its natural environment. You then figure out, well, where did that come from? What is its source? Then you, what I say, consult with the generals. Uh, you talk with people or you look at how other people have solved this problem. You know, what does success look like? What does a healthy role model look like? Somebody who doesn't do that. And then you come up with a strategy that you know you can do. 
then knowing what that strategy is going to be, maybe it's, uh, like I say, maybe you wear something, maybe you change something, maybe you wear a scarf or a hat or, you know, special earrings or a bracelet or something, a necklace. Uh, so, and that's your reminder. And then the second thing is that this is going to take time. How much time do you want to give this? For me, the, the sarcasm thing took about three months. And what it did was I watched, I, I kept the, <clears throat> my consciousness on top of it. I didn't let it go. I kept thinking, I got to stop this. And I kept it going. And the sarcasm thing started, I could see that I did it like, a, like 24 hours ago. <clears throat> I go, oh, I did it again, didn't I? And then I began to see it like six hours ago, then five hours, three hours, two hours. Then I'd be talking to somebody and it comes out my mouth and I go, did it again. Okay. Until finally, the, <clears throat> the moment came where the thought came to me about what to say, but I stopped it. And it was kind of like, Yes, <laughs> this is good. Until finally, it it just <clears throat> kind of evaporated, and, and it's not something that uh, is part of my consciousness or my actions anymore. And watching that process gave me a whole insight into how the nefs work. That it takes effort because you are unlearning a wiring in your brain. It took effort to have that wiring there in the first place. That's what makes a habit. You have to unwire that first and create a new wiring to change it and make it something new. This is called work. Work is from effort. So it requires a conscious intention and effort over time to change a habit. Then reward yourself. This is built on success and health. And part of, part of what it is to be a human being is we like dopamine. A reward gives us dopamine. So chocolate cookie, a cake, fudge, a brownie, something that indicates that you have succeeded and that you are rewarding yourself. So not only are you tasting it, but your brain is going, ah, I got a reward for doing that. And it wants more rewards because it likes dopamine. I'm going, I'm going to get better at this. So you're building from success on success. And your system really responds well to that. So learn how to reward yourself. And when you mess up, just go, hey, I'm a human being. What do you expect? I learn from mistakes. But again, if you don't learn from your mistakes, you're not a human being. You're an idiot. Pretty interesting. Okay. Not the idiot. <laughs> okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Something to think about. Yeah. Okay, Alabine, what were you saying? Um, oh, it's just a, digressing a little bit. Maybe it's in such. I mean, how do you know that you're on good terms with Allah? Allah's happy with you. Um, and usually, I've gone back to if things are going okay in your environment, um, or you know, trying to sort of ask your heart then that's a good, um, yeah, that's a good reflection. But is it, could it be sometimes that you're, you know, Allah's not happy with you, but yet your environment's, um, is, is okay? Everything's sort of okay in your world and, or, um, or not necessarily shape? If you are able to be in connection with your heart, mm. 
and you feel connected with that, Allah is happy with you. That's contentment. Now, if things happen in the environment that seem like problematic, but you are still connected with your heart, everything's still okay because okay. it doesn't matter. What matters is when you feel the disconnection and you go, oh my God, where's Allah? And that's when you go, uh, I either I've done something, I'm angry about something, I uh, I, want, I want revenge, or or I feel guilty or shame or any of those kinds of things. Those are tools. Those are indicators mm. on your meters of what's going on inside me. And so, okay, uh, I am not feeling my heart. What is interfering? What's jamming the signal? Because it isn't that Allah is unhappy with you. It's more like you've cut the connection. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's just... Because Allah's, uh, Allah's love and mercy is there. Yeah. And what we've learned how to do is to put up an umbrella and go, oh, no, I can't stand the light. Uh, I, w- I would prefer to be in the dark. And, and Allah's going... Well, that's an odd thing to do. <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Because I'm guilty of getting in the way. And Allah goes, oh, so why don't you ask for help? I'm like, because I did it. Oh, damn. Get out of the way. Hmm. Ask for help. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for, you know, what is it that you want that will help you heal? Sometimes it's by saying, I'm sorry. Usually that's actually the answer. I'm sorry. And being sincere about it and saying, you know, if it's to somebody or even to yourself. And sometimes this takes a while. Now, that's the other part of that is if you can extract some learning of what uh, and make it worthwhile, it helps as well. I'm interested to hear like what an eye fast would look like in practice, because as an example, suppose I start an eye fast today. I'm about to catch up with lunch for some friends. Then I'm going to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know. This is, it's hard. It's, I wouldn't do it at work. It's, it's well, that's what I was thinking. Because if I'm doing an IFAS, suppose I decide to take on a 28 day IFAS, like I also have to function in the world. Yeah. No, you can't you know? do it at work. It's, it's too weird. But if you do it at home with your family and you say, listen, and you can explain to them what you're doing, say, look, uh, I'm. I'm gonna. You're gonna hear me talk weird. It's okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm not crazy. And you say. And so instead of saying me, you say this one. Oh, you say your name. Yeah. You would, very often this one works. This one would like to uh, like an ice cream. This one would like to give you a fork. This one would help you wash the dishes. That's really interesting. I know. And it's it's such a habit that we have that to do it for any like for even a day. We did this, we did this, (laughs) we did this at a workshop and we had like what was it, two, three hours? Yeah, and I don't think it lasted. It it was like a three hour you know challenge and I had a jar of uh, uh, if you say I you have to put 50 cents in and it filled up within like a half hour. It's difficult, but what it does is it brings one into mind about how often one is self reflective and self concerned. Mm. And to take that away is, you know, just in the internal culture of Mm. us is upset. And when you say to other people, they're going, what is wrong with you? And you go, what, what is wrong with this one? 
I'll tell you what's wrong with this one. This one. <laughs> it's it's both disoriented, disorienting, and at the same time, kind of freaky because if you stop referring to yourself as I, then it makes you think, well, who's actually talking and paying attention? Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. <laughs> That's, then who am I? Then who's who's the one paying attention if there is no I? That's the point. Mm. And, and you go, wait a minute. Maybe there's many of me. Which one of me is paying attention? And you discover, well, geez, I've got a whole audience in here. <laughs> Each a different character. They each want to step up to the to the stage and show us how important they are. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of what Sufism training is about, is learning how to get a little bit of control over the audience mm. and say, now Allah is this on center stage. Is better if we serve than to be served. In that way, we're working on getting ourselves out of the way. And that's a good thing. And this all takes practice and, like I say, effort. Thoughts, questions, comments? Yeah, I, I just find it curious, probably Morris. You know, process. I find it quite curious when I hear or one hears, um, oh, I wonder what Allah thinks, or I wonder what, um, you know, trying to imagine what Allah is saying, because the truth of the matter is we don't actually know unless we're totally connected. And that's a process, which is what you're talking about. And that can take a lifetime, really. So who, who are we to imagine what Allah is thinking or saying? And, and the same thing applies, for example, when one reads Rumi or the Mathani, you know, or oh, what did Rumi mean? How do we really know what he meant? I mean, do we know him? Did we talk to him? And your answer? Is we, I, I, I mean, that my answer is I don't know. Goes back to Eunice Emre. Remember, he had to keep saying, I don't know. That's what his sheikh told him to say. Mm -hmm. You know, because the point of the murder is we, we don't know. And, and, and it's just, is it our ego that's that's making us think that we know or you know having a hypothesis you know because at the end of the day i just feel one should do in the case of allah i think it's it's about service and it's about serving god right in every aspect of our lives and being human we're going to trip over from time to time, you know, and that's why, you know, surely we say astaghfirullah, you know, but saying it with meaning, like you're really meaning it, I think makes a huge difference, you know. So so really, you know, at the, the thing is, you know, one doesn't know and all one could, can do, uh, one thinks, is to you know, to serve, to pray, to ask for understanding, to ask for guidance, to ask for forgiveness, you know. Yeah, and as, as your famous phrase, get out of the way. You know, and I think when 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 you say um, none of my business, you know, I, I think that's really important because when one makes something their business, when it concerns someone else, well, it really is none of one's business, you know. Right. 
Anyhow, that was just a... Okay, so what you've done is you've brought up the famous Frank Sinatra paradox. Do or be? Do be, do be, do. <laughs> okay, do be, do be, do. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so, so the thing is, you know, we, we actually, we, we don't know very much at all, I, I feel, you know. Nope. And, 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 you know, I, I think one's cleverness is, is something that comes in the way. You know, oh, Allah told me to do this. Allah said this. Allah's, you know, I mean, you know, unless one's truly connected, one doesn't know. I mean, I think looking for signs is really important. It can help. Um, yeah, I mean, like, point, I think the point is, is to find balance, both between the brain, the onboard computer, and your heart and to learn how to navigate between them and learn what is more important at different places. So looking for balance and a healthy way for yourself is part of the, the job. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, I, I also feel that you know, the challenges of life. Yep. You know, uh, again, going back to Yunus Emre, I mean, my God, did he have some challenges in his life, including being in a well for days and nobody knew where he was. Um, so, you know, um, I, I, I just feel more and more that these challenges is about our growth. You know, I mean, I suppose one could use the word spiritual growth or just um yeah just 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 growing closer to god you know that's right and and of course the alice in wonderland uh through the looking glass yes we love alice lessons that yeah. uh they're talking about the, the the lessons that the fish are taking that they're in schools and they're in lessons and the mock turtle says lessons and to alice he explains Yes, we're learning how to be less and less. <laughs> okay? Yeah, so we're not really that clever, really. No, not really. I like to pretend. Who is the thinker of our thoughts? Who is right? Alhamdulillah, <laughs> <laughs> Rahman Rahim, Maliki Yomadin, Yakana Budua Yakana Stain, Hidina Sarata Mustakim, Sarata Lazina Amta Lakim, Nairo Mahdubi Lake, Walla Dahi. Amen. Salam Alaikum. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.
Salam alaikum, Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free, but it costs equipment, rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.